BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Caesars Sportsbook is the only sportsbook app with Caesars rewards. That means win or lose, every bet brings you closer to the types of perks only Caesars can offer. Like hotel stays at over 50 iconic destinations, bonus bets, daily profit boosts, tickets to the game, dining, and so much more. Whether you're a new or existing customer, Caesars Sportsbook is always rewarding. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Caesars Sportsbook. Don't just spectate, participate. Welcome, everyone, to the Highly Relevant Podcast. My name is Jack Rico, and thank you for downloading episode 26. Okay, 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 cut the music for a second. Uh, Let me tell you a quick story of what happened to me on Facebook this week. Uh, I went on and posted that Netflix's new Spanish-language original, Ingobernable, starring Kate del Castillo, was the most terrible Spanish-language TV show I had seen in years. I was 18 minutes into it, and I couldn't bear another thing. I was pausing it, laughing at every performance, laughing at the -the over-the-top music. It just felt phony and forced, and so I had to go on Facebook and let everybody know how much distaste, dislike uh, I had for the show. And then all of a sudden, I started getting comments from everybody. What are you talking about, Jack? This is crazy what you're saying. Episode two, three, everything, the whole show is great. I said, it can't be. 18 minutes of the pilot of the first episode, it is so terrible. How can it get so good? And then my wife decided to watch every episode. And so now I have my wife right here. All right, honey, you you, got to tell me, how did you manage to pass the first episode, watch the whole season, and then tell me it was amazing? So I really enjoyed it. First of all, I think Kate is an incredible actress, Kate Del Castillo. And the whole... The whole show, 15 episodes in, unveils um, the, each of the characters, the plot, and tells the story of um, what is Ingobernable. Is it the characters? Is it their fate? Is it the country? Is it the situation? Is it her? It's the first time that you really have Mexico as a character, and it's the real Mexico, and you see it in a way that you never saw it before. Now, what about these performances? I, I just wasn't... I didn't think that these performances were believable. I just felt like they were over the top, very histrionic. Episode one was setting everything up. So that first episode, which was really to kind of unveil everything, was, a, was later on flashed back all the way. And so it was 
probably the most dramatic episode of them all. And that's why you had this reaction because it was set up in slow motion with the music and, and it was really it felt like a, like a bad opera. That's what it felt like. Well, it was really to punctuate what they were trying to do with the, setting it up as this was really a dramatic moment that the whole entire 15 episodes would then unveil why. All right. So apart from my own opinions, you obviously have your own opinions. Uh, would you recommend everyone to watching Obernaud? Absolutely. I think it was great. I'm going to have to watch this. I, I can't believe I'm going to have to take back everything I said. Uh, you Facebook fans won. That's fine. I can be wrong once in a while. So go ahead, gloat. Go tell your friends and your spouses. Ah, ha, ha, ha. I showed Jack who's boss here. You guys won this one. But on the rest, I'm going to get you guys. It's time for Jacked In. Let's begin with the top movie news of the week. Robert Rodriguez is in talks to direct Escape from New York, the remake. Oscar Isaac to star in the Nazi drama Operation Finale, directed by Chris Weitz. Lee Daniels plans a Terms of Endearment movie remake. Director for The Avengers Josh Whedon will be directing the Batgirl movie next. And IMAX is planning to release Justice League in virtual reality. What? Changing over to the small screen, Fox's empire is close to hitting all-time lows. HBO is planning a third season of True Detective. Sarah Silverman is getting a 10-episode talk show on Hulu. And ABC greenlights a new singing competition. Switching over to music. Jennifer Lopez will perform for the very first time in the Dominican Republic on April 15th. What took her so long? Her ex-husband, Mark Anthony, launches a new app. Shakira will open a new school in Colombia. Eddie Palmieri to release a new album at 80 years of age. And the O2 Arena in London announces its first Latin music festival. Ben McKenzie and the cast of Gotham were in New York City this week, and we were fortunate enough to attend a really early private screening of their spring season premiere, which is airing April 24th on Fox. I sent our intern, Andrea Huswan, to cover it for us, and she's here now to tell me her thoughts on the show and the event. Hey, Andrea. Hi, how are you, Jack? Pretty cool. So I'm curious to know, this is your first experience going to one of these celebrity TV events. What was the experience like for you? Oh, it was surreal. I was in awe of the whole thing. It was a really cool experience. I just mingle with the cast and I to like mingle with other people that like the show. It was great. So, what did you think of the show? Oh, it was great. Like my friend and I went in, and it's been a couple of weeks since the season finale, so we were expecting a lot, and we were not disappointed. We got to see how the Riddler got his name, and the episode was focused on the Riddler, so that was pretty cool. Um, I was, like, on the edge of my seat for, like, most of the time, and, like, my friend was trying to quiet me down because I kept gasping too much. Um, it was really good. Like, the fans are not going to be disappointed at all. That's great. I think that's the big thing, whether the show is, was going to be disappointing. I think that's what the anxiety is. Um, I understand that you had a chance to interview Ben McKenzie, which is the star of Gotham, uh, and you asked him the big question about the Justice League and what his opinions thought uh, were, or what his opinions are on the on the film and, and what he thinks will happen, right? Oh, yes. Uh, I mean, he believes that it's going to be a really good movie because the whole 
like the whole Justice League it just has great characters and all of them together it's a really strong appeal for the fans. So but he doesn't want like rivalries to come from like DC and Marvel. Like he doesn't want like teams like bashing on each other. Right. But he thinks it's gonna be really good. Who else did you talk to? Oh, I got a chance to talk to Chris Chalk, and let me tell you, he is the life of the party. That is so crazy. I heard that uh, I was reading your article on showbizcafe.com, and is it true that he really likes Alejandro Sanz? I think he's like a little fanboy, not going to lie. He was like singing the songs. He was really, he was getting into it. Wait, so I read that supposedly he took out his Spotify to kind of look at his playlist to kind of just answer your question? Yes, I have his fiance to thank for that because when I asked him about the shows, she kind of called out like not to lie to me about the shows. So I told him not to lie to me about the music that he listens to. That's so, so to crazy. prove that he was not lying. And you yeah, were able to out. snap a picture with him uh, with the uh, dog a dog filter. Right? Was that Instagram or Snapchat? Uh, that was Snapchat, the puppy filter. How did you get him to pose for that? That's insane. I mean, we were trying to look for like a good like selfie light, and uh-huh. then I'm like, I think it would be better if we use a Snapchat camera. And he's like, Yeah, let's try some filters as well. So that's how the puppy filter happened. That is crazy, Will. Andrea, looks like you and your friend had an amazing time over there. I'm glad you got a chance to cover for us. And if you guys want to read the full interview from Andrea Huswan uh, with the cast of Fox's Gotham, why don't you head over to showbizcafe.com. Andrea, thanks so much. No problem, Dad. Before we move on to a review of Broadway's revival of Miss Saigon, here's a listen to the songs I've been listening to this week. Nada que perder, Juan Pablo Vega. Stroke, Calvin Harris, Young Thug, Pharrell Williams, and Ariana Grande. En Dirección Contraria, Natalia y la Forquetina. The Miss Saigon revival arrives with helicopter and all to the Broadway theater playing now until April 23rd. Based on the opera Madame Butterfly, Miss Saigon takes place in 1975 during the final days of the Vietnam War as an American soldier falls madly in love with a young Vietnamese woman. But when they are separated, will their love bring them back together? This was my first time watching the show, and I can report that this is an epic musical. The vivid stage designs transport you swiftly to Saigon, where it feels humid, dingy, and electric. The songs all felt visceral and grand, almost like hearing a series of show-stopping numbers back to back to back. Well, you get it. The overall performances were true to characters, but John John Briones's portrayal of the crafty and shady pimp engineer is the best performance I've seen on Broadway this year. I'm fed up with small-time hustles. I am too good to 
waste my talent for greed. Put together with the imposing chopper scene and the engineer's American dream sequence, and this two hours and 40 minute revival will be the fastest two hours and 40 minutes of your life. And as we near to the end of our episode, I leave you with my visit to The Today Show this week with Kathy Lee and Craig Ferguson, where I not only give my six top must-see TV shows of the spring, but our highly relevant podcast also got a cool-out shout-out. Listen in. Here with the preview is the editor-in-chief of showbizcafe.com, host of the highly relevant podcast, Jack Rico. <laughs> Jack, Jack Rico. Hey, I have to say, guys. your name, Jack, is the most fabulous. Isn't Jack Rico a gay name? I think it's like, it's like Detective Jack Rico. <laughs> Man. Wait a minute, get me Rico for this one. Just give us the facts regarding yeah. Just the facts, show. Rico. Just the facts. Well, uh, the first one is uh, an HBO original film that actually airs tonight uh, with Oprah Winfrey and Rose Byrne. It's called The Immortal Life of Henrietta Lacks. And it's the real-life story of um, an African-American woman whose um, miraculous selves actually helped contribute to the treatment of AIDS and cancer, amongst other things. The problem was is that scientists who used the cells did it without her knowledge or consent while her family was still living in poverty. Oh, boy. Um, what? And this is a passion project for Oprah. Because, I bet. Yeah. Uh, she bought the story in 2010, is the original uh, executive producer on the show, but then also decided uh, to star in it. And it's for not only for people who love science and anything like that, it's any, for anybody who likes remarkable stories. Real, just yeah. human story. Yeah, Absolutely. good no, for no, I'm, I'm actually going to watch that. I'm going to watch it now, actually. So uh, you keep going. You, you carry on with Jack Rico. I'm going to watch that. Okay, so uh, the next preview here is let's see the videotape, see what we get. Yeah, all right. Uh, there we go. So it's Five Came Back, and this is executive produced by Steven Spielberg, narrated by... Oh, I've been hearing him talk uh, about Meryl that. Yeah. Streep, and it airs tonight also on Netflix. And it's a story about ho uh, five Hollywood directors, Frank Capra, William Wyler, John Ford, John Huston, and George Stevens, who went to uh, World War II and uh, came back changed after yes. they had done some propaganda films, and it influenced the way that we watch movies today. That's so, fascinating. Oh, that I would love to see that. that. that, that this is my kind of thing. Yeah. wants to see that one. Yeah. That's going to be amazing. And then uh, after that, we have season two of The Get Down. Now, have you heard about this one? No, I don't know this one. What is so, yeah, so this is season two. It's directed, down. <laughs> yeah. it's directed by Baz Luhrmann, and uh, it's this hip-hop musical drama about the birth of hip-hop in its second season, and it takes place one year after the original events of season one, and uh, it's an amazing story. It's probably one of the most expensive uh, shows ever done. It's $120 million for two seasons. That's, you, you, can't even, you can't even get Gifford for that money. What are you talking about? <laughs> Though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So then after this, it's Louis C.K. who returns to uh, comedy. And what I really like about this uh, part of uh, the Louis C.K. show is that he joins Netflix for two stand-up comedy specials. The first one is called 2017 and airs April 4th. The second one, we have no information on it yet. Right. But this is the only footage we have of the actual show. It's uh, a bit of a mundane part. But the trick here is, and what you'll notice in a little bit, is that he wears a suit and he's rarely seen in a suit and I believe it's part of a larger joke that he does where everybody is in on it. it's like wait a minute he never wears suits that's so successful Louis is that when he wears a suit it's news it's news wow. yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, See, I, I don't know 
him? Are you, you know a fan? Uh, yeah, no, he's a great stand-up. He really yeah. is. Yeah, no, no kidding around. But uh, but Chappelle did the same thing for Netflix. That's right, Amy well. Schumer, yeah. and yeah, now they yeah. have Jerry Seinfeld Ch- coming Chappelle's, in as well. Chappelle's uh, too stand- unbelievable. Unbelievable. And then he just got tired of it and just no, no, no. He's, he's he still. Do these are two. No, he's he. But he when he when he does it, he's kind of like Picasso. When he works, you're like, wow. <laughs> wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's a good analogy. Yeah. Okay, maybe I can get him next week. And yeah, then, yeah, that's right. Dave Chappelle's coming in. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's Hulu, who just has a new show. It's called The Handmaid's Tale. I'm not sure if you heard of this. People are talking about that one, too. Yes. So it's based on a Margaret Atwood book uh, about a dystopian novel of a woman who's uh, trying to struggle to survive in this fundamentalist regime where uh, they're forced, women are forced that are fertile uh, to somehow try and bear kids for couples who can't have them. So it's like, a, it sparked a lot of uh, political emotions on social media simply yeah. because of reproductive rights, et cetera. But the book was actually done 32 years ago and people are wow. freaking about it on social media now. So which People is are freaking out on social media now about stuff we don't even know about. I don't I think that I think social media is, is for people to freak out, isn't it? I guess. I just wish it didn't hurt so many people in the process. You, well, I yeah, couldn't agree more. That's not going to hurt anybody. Maybe a couple of joints is an NBC show that comes out May 8th called The World of Dance. And the way they're selling this is that it's the biggest dance competition in the world. And one more thing and J-Lo's it's going doing. to yeah. do for dance what The Voice has done for singing. Oh, good. And the premise yeah, here... singing was dead until The Voice was like... <laughs> people were like, no more singing, that's it. Then The Voice were like, you know what? Singing's back! And as you yeah. can see, Jennifer Lopez is the executive producer. She's just she's utterly gorgeous, and she's here with Derek Huff, uh, Jenna Duin Tatum, uh, along with Neo. And the concept is simple: it's all these dancers of any age and any background, which I love, competing, uh, competing for one million dollars, which I happen to believe is the most amount of money given to any wow. dance competition. And that was uh, Jenna Tatum too, right? Uh, yeah. Channing or Jenna Duin Tatum? I, I, I can Channing never Tatum's remember. Wife. Yeah. You gotta go, it sounds like you lots got to it. look for. A lot of fun. Thank yeah. you, Jack Rico. You got it. Yeah. Go solve a crime. Yeah, yeah. Jack, get me Rico. <laughs> right yeah, now. Right. And that's a wrap for a 26th episode of the Highly Relevant Podcast. If you want to know more U.S. Latino pop culture news, why don't you head on over to showbizcafe.com. If you want us to shout you out, hit me up on email at highlyrelevant at showbizcafe.com. That's highlyrelevant at showbizcafe.com. This podcast is now on the Revolver Podcast Network, which means we're on every single podcast platform. Spotify, iHeartRadio, Google Play, Stitcher, you name it. See you again next time on another episode of Highly Relevant. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Dental Associates of Northern Virginia redefine what it means to visit the dentist. Get top-quality, personalized support from committed experts who prioritize the well-being and satisfaction of you and your family. 
Care is centered on a highly personalized treatment plan backed by the trust and support of long-lasting relationships. Schedule your next appointment by visiting dental1-va.com slash offer slash SiriusXM.